Would you like an opinion on a financial matter you're dealing with? Whether it's about retirement, investments, taxes, or 401ks, Scott Hansen and Pat McLean would like to help you by answering your call. To join Allworth's Money Matters, call now at 833-99-WORTH. That's 833-99-WORTH. Welcome to Allworth's Money Matters. I'm Scott Hansen. I'm Pat McLean. Thanks for being part of our program as my co-host and myself sit and talk about financial matters. Uh, we're both practicing financial advisors, certified financial planner, chartered financial consultant, and we spend our weekdays helping people plan their financial futures, and we broadcast our program on the weekends to be your financial advisors on the air. So whether you have advisors now or you're do-it-yourself and finding more information, um, we're glad you are part of the program. And we're broadcasting out of our new studios. We've moved uh, a few uh, few miles down 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 yeah. the highway, essentially. It's in, it's interesting. It's uh, I'm out of my element. <laughs> well, it's a table. It's all different. Yeah, yeah. We were in the last studio. So if we now. sound different, it's because we changed we our environment. Different. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't changed though. No, we well, have the same. Although I'm probably a little bit different than I was yesterday just how life works, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> hopefully not too much different. And if so, hopefully for the better, not for the worse. Yeah, but it could go either way. It could. You know, you're going to become one of those craggly old guys, right? Oh, there's no question. <laughs> That's already part of your plan. I know. <laughs> I actually, I've, I've been watching the, the movie Grumpy Old Man time over time over time. My wife reminds me that, uh, I guess when I was, when we were younger, that I would like, I don't want to be one of those grumpy old men. And I guess apparently I must be at some time because she said, remember you told me when we were dating, you didn't want to ever become one of those grumpy old men. Ah, okay. And what was she hoping to become? So I want your opinion. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what was she hoping to become? I don't know. Anyway, this is a financial program and uh, glad you're, you're, you're taking part of the program. If you want to look, we love taking calls from the show um, and would love to take any calls. And frankly, I, I think it's some of the better times of the program. My and, favorite part. Uh, yeah, maybe it's not Maybe it's not your favorite part. I don't know, <laughs> but it's our favorite part. But if you've got a question regarding anything financial or you'd like a second opinion or just want to run by, run an idea by um, a couple of experts who've been doing this for 30 plus years, uh, simply give us a call and we will schedule a time to get you on the program. We tend to record our calls uh, midweek and we'll record, uh, sometimes we'll set aside a few hours and record a bunch of calls. And um, so if you'd like to do that, there's a couple ways you can reach out. One is uh, you can send us, uh, well, simply just call 833-99-WORTH. That number numerically is 833-999-6784, 833-999-6784. And you can also send us an email at questions at moneymatters.com, and that will get you on the uh, show to where we're headed. And <clears throat> I tell you, it is the strangest environment when we're looking at things such as well, GameStop was earlier in the year, oh, so they don't yeah. hear that as much. Dogecoin in the last couple of weeks. This was a cryptocurrency created as a joke. Is a joke. They were making fun of the cryptocurrency concept. It the market cap of that exceeded fifty billion dollars at one point. So investors bid up a cryptocurrency created as a joke to more than fifty billion dollars. You just shake your head, don't you? I don't understand it. I, I mean, the only reason you would buy it is if you thought there was a greater fool that you can sell it to tomorrow. Yes. And listen, lots of people lost money on that. Lots of people lost money on that. It just seems like... Lots of people made money on it. It's, it's reminiscent in the, in the late 90s there were these dot-com companies that were popping up. And pets.com is the one I remember most because in bankruptcy, the, uh, the, the, the value that was left in the, in the company itself in pets.com was primarily the, the hand puppet they used had the most uh, value because it was a noticeable trademark. And what happened to that thing? It sold to another company and they used it in their marketing. Which company? I Who don't knows? remember. But it was, <laughs> at the time, investors thought it was really hot. Anyway, it just feels like it's a transfer of wealth from a lot of unsuspecting, mostly younger investors, novice investors. Um, it's not going to end well for a lot of people. And it's, um, it's a shame. 
So just be careful uh, when you're investing in stuff. Make sure you truly understand something before you invest. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's take some calls here. Let's start off here with Joan. Joan, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. My question is about Irma, the income-related monthly adjusted amount, and it just seems to throw a monkey wrench into lots of things. But my particular question was on the sale of a house of my uh, home, and I've lived here for 33 years, so I definitely meet the two out of five, two out right. of five of the owner ownership uh, part of it. But I, I wondered if, um, if you you can't roll. I guess from what I understand or what I've read, uh, there's only two hundred and fifty thousand dollars if you're single, that's exempt, and five hundred thousand if you're married. That's correct. Are you um, are you single or are you widowed? Or? I'm single, okay. and my house was. I paid a teeny amount for my house because I've had it a long time. Um, so I calculated what I paid for the house and then any improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, my cost basis was one forty four, one hundred forty four thousand. Um, What's the value of the home today? The, pardon me? What's the value of the home today? Well, the value of the home today, the houses in this area are selling for about 420000 Okay. Um, so, but I calculate. I I kind of pretended that mine would sell for four hundred. So okay, um, and I know that the closing cost is oh maybe like ten percent. So I deducted that from the four hundred thousand, and that gave me three hundred and sixty thousand. But I'm just. Oh, and but I, but I thought you the, said your your cost basis was um, one hundred and forty four thousand. One hundred and forty four. Yeah. So there's no gain in it. There's no taxable gain in this. So I don't I don't need to subtract the hundred and forty four from No, the, no, 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 no. So you would take the price would So you take the four hundred thousand minus the commission of five percent would bring it to three eighty, minus one forty four is less than two fifty, so there's no gain in it. No there's no taxable oh, okay. gain in it. So um you're you're completely fine. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and you're worried about the Medicare income-related monthly adjustment amount. Um, I don't believe that this would play a role in it because it's, it doesn't show up as taxable income anywhere. Oh, all right. All righty. Then, well, I'm I'm kind of wondering. Um, I have some stock that I've sold, and I think that um, that's probably more affected by it than the house. Oh, is. most certainly. That that that. that, that so I you, I was very comfortable with what you said until you just told me you sold stock. How much gain did you recognize in the stock? Um, it was um, well, a, a big amount because um, the stock was is is a stock that I've had for a long, long time, and it split many, many times. And I'm just wondering. Um, did 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 you need the money? You know, I didn't really need it, but I kind of wanted to get more into um, maybe not having as much money in stocks because that's where most of my money is in stocks, and I wanted to um, perhaps. Um, I, I really so, enjoy your show so oh, much. Oh, thank you. And I I would love to um, become a client of Hanson McLean. But oh, we appreciate I know in order to do that, you don't do stocks. So. Oh, uh, so no, no, no we, we we do do stocks. We do we do we do do stocks, um, especially in concentrated positions like yourself. So we manage through that. Sometimes we recommend sell. Sometimes we don't. Uh, sometimes we hold, um, but. There, there, we have. I would guess we have hundreds of millions of um, stocks, oh, individual we, stock yeah. portfolios. Yes. Um, so, in your situation, do you have money in IRAs or outside IRAs in cash? I have a teeny. Uh, I have a, a teeny bit of money in okay. IRAs, but 
Uh, Most of my stuff is in stock. Okay. And, and I know that's not a good thing. No, 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 no. in one basket. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily bad as long as it's appropriate. So, you know, if you look at equity investment stocks versus bonds versus cash, you know, it's easy for us to get in a, in a thing to say, oh, if you're over the age of 70, you should have X. It's all based on the personality of the person that and owns And the income it. needs from their portfolio. That's right. And what you're trying to achieve. So in terms of the sale of the house, you're fine. It's a primary residence. In terms of the sale of the stock, I wouldn't do anything else until I spent some time with a qualified advisor making sure that that was the appropriate thing to do. And very well may have been. We just would have gone into it with our eyes wide open about what the gain was and how it was going to affect um, your Medicare benefits. And that's the only difference. Yeah, and if you, want, if, if you want, just call, uh, call our firm anytime and you can schedule a phone appointment with an advisor or a Zoom meeting and they'd love to yeah. sit down with you. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, and yeah. it's easy. It's, I assume you have access to a, a computer. Um, we, they just, yes. they will just email you a zoom, uh, link and you'll go on and talk to an advisor. Oh, that yeah. would be wonderful. Yeah. So would I just ask for the tax? Oh, th- th- just ask for an advisor. So just oh, okay. call our number and yeah. say, you want to schedule an appointment with, with one of our advisors and, and then, uh, they'll tell you, they'll ask where you live and we'll try to get someone local. If not, we'll just do it remotely. Um, but it's easy. We do it. We've been operating this way for a year, all remote. Oh, okay. So, um, so that's it's better to have a financial planner for that, perhaps, than for that particular. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. then they're going to involve the tax people. What right. happens is you go with a goal in mind of what you're trying to mm-hmm. achieve, and then you look at the tax ramifications of the decision after. So, um, we'll ha- actually we'll have someone reach out to you. Uh, Joan and schedule an appointment. Yeah, so just hold here for a moment. Just hold for a second. Yeah. Thanks for being a long-term listener to the program as well. And by the way, our, um, I, I love the fact that Joan had called us Hanson McLean because we were that firm, name of that firm for 25 years or so, and we, yes. we, we branded to Allworth um, about two years ago. Yeah, which, you know, it, yeah. And, and when we do this show, we talk in generalities, but everyone's financial situation is specific to them. That's correct. So Joan thought we were opposed to stocks. If you have stocks in a portfolio. I, I'm just opposed to most people buying individual stocks because then I don't think they're going to, it's going to be good for them. I think they'd be better off buying an index yeah. index. Fund. But if you own something you've owned for 20 or 30 years. Well, it might not make any sense to sell it. That Absolutely. That's just like, point. just like we have clients who have front loaded mutual funds in their portfolios. Not because we've sold them to them. They had them for years. They bought them years ago from somewhere. And the, the, the cost basis is so low relative to the value, it would make no sense to sell them today. It, it would hurt them, so obviously. Yeah, particularly if they're getting older and there's the potential for a step-up in basis. Under current tax law. Yeah, well, that's all You know, right. is that funny? Is I, I, I preface that now more than ever under current tax Oh, it's already been discussed. That's an easy one. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Particularly over a certain limit. Step-up in basis, easy. Like, like you if your net worth more than whatever, yeah, or anyone, it's, it's kind like of a crazy that they allow it. I mean, I understand the concept. Well, all the tax laws go crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to send her. understand the concept, but what is the concept? Yeah, the concept, the concept is to get as much money as you can without your constituents being too mad at you. <laughs> That's what they do. That's the oath they take. That's you pretty go, much it, isn't it? Uh, you are now a member of Congress. Please repeat after me. <laughs> your job is to take as much money get as you re-elected. can. Get from- reelected. <laughs> First of all, number, rule number one: get reelected. Rule number two: job. Tax people as much as you can without not getting reelected. <laughs> that's it. That's pretty simple. They slap you on the back. Yeah, they get whole. They get a bypass law school. And all that's, that's all they got. <laughs> that's it. Next, we're going to talk with Sharon. Sharon, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Yeah, I'm um, planning to retire possibly the end of the year, so 1231 of this year. I've been with the, um, I will have 30 years of service with the state government, California state government by then. And so I have, I've been contributing to Savings Plus, which are is our employer-sponsored um, deferred comp 401k, 457b um, program that they have. Mm-hmm. Most of my contributions um, about 90% are in pre-tax, uh, pre-tax account, 10% in the Roth 
a Roth IRA, four hundred one k for both. And so my question is, I wanted to know what to consider um, if I wanted to convert some of those pre-tax dollars into the Roth IRA. Oh, got it. A uh, couple questions. How old are you? I am 50, I'm 57 in April, so I'll be about 57 and a half okay. when I retire. And will your retirement income be similar to what your uh, working income was? Um, I have a number that I got from an estimate from CalPERS, but of course that would be a gross amount and it doesn't take into consideration um, tax withholding. So the number they gave me was about 5300 Um It's not quite as much as I'm taking home now. Um, and how much money are that's you... that's all I have to go on. How much are you putting into your, uh, into your 457, 401k now as a percentage of pay? Um, Oh, percentage of pounds. Or just a dollar amount. Yeah, a dollar amount. I can give you that off of my paste. Uh, Let me get it here. Um, So right now, the pre-tax is 200 per month, and the Roth is 350 per month. And what's the account balance in the the, uh, deductible and non-deductible, the Roth versus the non-Roth? Okay, so the Roth has the lowest amount. It's at about 9,600. And the pre-tax is eighty-four thousand six hundred, so ninety percent. And are you married? Roughly. I am. And what's your family income? Almost thirty-four years. Well, congrats, all in a row. Thank you. <laughs> all in um, a row. Family income. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Were they all, all in, a in a row? All thirty-four years of marriage in a row. All thirty-four in a row. Yes. <laughs> she same, didn't say thirty-four person. happy <laughs> years of marriage in a row. <laughs> She's like, how long have I been married? I've been married twenty-six <laughs> happily years out of thirty-four. The oldest joke. No, I'm I'm happily married. Same man for twenty thirty-four years. Um, um, okay, so our income together. Um, okay, so I just just did our taxes. So, do you want the the gross? Yeah. The gross. Okay, so. so Ballpark. Let me add it up. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Uh, uh, let's see. 90, 98000 was last year's gross. Okay. Well, you shouldn't do anything until next yet. year. Um, okay. And then next year you, uh, would, you would. She might be better off having 100% of her contributions going into. Uh, the Roth. Yeah, so it's the extra two hundred dollars for the, end of the year, year. Yeah. correct? But then the conversion okay. from the regular to the Roth IRA, you should postpone that to next year. Yes. Because okay. You, well, because from, because you're gonna from what we're hearing so far is that you're going to be in a lower uh, income. You, you'll have less income next year. That's what you right. said. Right. Based on you might have I'm a little bit of room. There might be a little room. To, there might to be do. a little bit of room. You just did your taxes, okay. right? I did. Okay, well then you could do it. Just open up the program and take and add an extra money onto your taxable income and see if it drives you into a higher tax bracket. Okay. Yeah, and look at that tax. Yeah, the, I could do that because I didn't. Look at the taxable income number on the second page of your tax return. The taxable income number, and see where that falls in the in the in the twelve percent tax bracket, where it bumps to twenty two percent. That'll tell you how much room you would have had in two thousand and twenty for 20. Mm-hmm. to make sense to, right. to maximize your tax so you, arbitrage you, by using okay. the wrong. So take it the lowest okay. number on the next highest marginal rate. And look at your number and the difference between there. And there won't be a lot, but there might be a little. And the simplest way is just having that $200 that's going to pre-tax today, have that go to after-tax. And then when you get later in the year, you can say, hey, we have room to convert $8,000 or whatever. If you have money to convert. If you don't, Mm -hmm. then. And then the following year, for next year when you do your taxes, for that following year, you would just run some pro formas to help you to determine how much you should convert in that any one year. But you've got a little bit of room, but most certainly, I agree with Scott, you should take that $200 a month in pre-tax and move it to the Roth. And okay. is your husband for the work- rest of this year. You're yes, correct. Yeah. And does your husband work for um, okay. a company that offers some similar benefits? He He's a retired um, teacher, oh. so for, he gets pension from CalSTRS. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy your last year. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping everything plays out and and it works. Uh, did your, <laughs> I'm looking did, forward to it. Did your husband retire on account of the COVID and the remote teaching? 
or did he retire before? Oh no, he's been retired. He's been retired since uh, let's see, eight years. Oh, eight years now. Yeah, so it's it was before he was a young retired. He retired at fifty five. So yeah, I would retire fifty five yeah. if I were. T- it's a hard job. That is a tough job. That is a hard, hard job. Anyway, so you understand what we're going with this? You can go back to your I tax do. return and Good. figure it out. Yeah, and one other question about that. Um, my understanding is, if I if I do convert, then the five years would the five year clock would start over as far as um, withdrawing from the Roth. Is that for that for your correct? Com- for your conversion, for Convert, the dollars you converted. Yeah, converted. But you're not going to touch... But, but, yeah. yeah, but why you would... You won't it, touch yeah. these dollars. Yeah. I, will argue, I remember years ago I had a client. I argued and argued and I lost the argument and she took a bunch of money out of her Roth and mm-hmm. her Roth was such a small piece of her overall retirement and I'm like, here's the problem you're going to run into at 70 and a half and all those things and I lost the argument. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that... Yeah, well, financial it just, advisor made, it not made a, no sense. Yeah, so you're not. You these are the last dollars I want yeah, to spend. These won't. This yeah, this won't ever be touched. If you need some more money in the future, you'll pull it from an IRA or a 457. The 457 or 401k prior to your age 59 and a half. The IRA after. Right. Yeah, because yeah, I have to be 59 and a, 55, and a half. Right? 55 on a 401k. 59. 55 on a 401k as long as you've separated from service. 55, not 59 okay. and a half. Different rule. 457 oh. plan. Okay. No age limit as long as you've separated from service. And an IRA okay. is age 59 and a half whether you're employed or not employed. Unless you take the, okay, money through a series of substantially yeah. equal payments. Unless you do uh, money <laughs> so through a series of substantial. Or you're disabled. Okay, you're, or, you're, okay. you're throwing my brain yeah. There we go. Oh, there we curve. go. If, you, if in the future you need to take, if you need more uh, income, call us up and we'll tell you what box to take it from. You're not going to take it from the Roth, though. Okay. Okay. Right, well, luck. I really appreciate your guys' help. Oh, yeah, no worries. Our, Thanks. Our pleasure. Thank you very much. Let's go to Ray. Ray, you're with Allworth Money Matters. How you guys doing? Good. How you doing, Ray? Good. I, I, have, I have probably a simple question for you, but um, I'm doing. I'm getting ready to retire in September this year, and I still have, you know, mortgage left on my house, probably like six, seven years. Um, What's the I dollar amount? What's that? What is the dollar Do- amount? Seventy-two thousand. Okay. So I have the money in the bank to pay it off. Right now, you know, each payment is like a thousand dollars goes to principal and two hundred dollars is interest. Mm-hmm. Should I pay? What's what, what's the interest rate on the mortgage? Three point seven five. And you have how much money in the bank? One hundred and thirty. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question real quick. How much money uh, interest is that money in the bank earning? No. <laughs> like zero. Not, yeah. Okay. Basically. And I was it was earning like almost two percent, uh-huh. like, yeah. like, and then about a year ago it dropped down to point eight. Now it's down to point four. Okay, yeah. so I can guarantee you a three point seven five percent return on your money that you've got in the bank. Are you interested? Sure. Yeah. Pay off the mortgage. Okay. Right? It's a guaranteed three point seven five percent. So think about this. Let's just assume that you borrowed that seventy two thousand dollars from the bank that you actually have the mortgage with. You borrowed the money from that bank that you actually have the deposit in. Yeah. You lent them $72,000 and they turn around at, at almost zero and they turn around and lend it to you at 3.75. Yeah. If you were earning 5% on your deposit, then say no rush to pay it off. Further, yeah. when you go to retire, there's a thousand bucks a month, actually 1200 bucks a month that you're paying right now that you're right. not, yeah. that's $1,200 less that you need coming in. Right? Exactly. Money not going out in retirement is exactly the same as money coming in. And then the argument, well, I need the tax deduction. Well, my guess is that you might be on a standard deduction at this point in time. Even so, the tax, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. If you want a tax deduction, get the highest interest rate possible. That's a good point. I mean, it, it, <laughs> not even in interest last year anyway. Yep, that's correct. that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Any other questions for us? No, I think uh, that was it. I mean, you pretty much for me. The, the other thing was because people tell me if you have the money in the bank, you know, instead of having a savings account, invest it rather than pay your mortgage off. But I think paying my well, mortgage off. Is, my not, mortgage is paid off. My mortgage is paid yeah. off. It's not. They, we're investment advisors. They're comparing, so. they're comparing apples to tires. But, you know, I, yeah. I mean, there's a prominent uh, financial advisor that is a 
big proponent of people having large mortgages in retirement. And for the life of me, I don't understand how he comes to that um, advice. But you're comparing money in the bank to investing. So if that were the case, you should borrow as much money as you uh, on your home, but it, they're not the same. It, the risks aren't equivalent. Not even that's that's if things don't work out, no one's going to pay your mortgage payment for you. Yeah. Sure. That's to assume that uh, everyone has uh, is a hundred percent rational investor with absolutely no emotion involved in their investments whatsoever. And that they can not worry about things 15, 20, 30 years in the future. I have yet to meet that person, yes, including that's myself. Right. That's right. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. All right. All right. Congratulations All right. Hey, yeah. on wish, the retirement. Wish you well, Ray. Thank you very much. Thank All you. Right. We're going to take a quick break. Stick around for more All Worth's Money Matters. Can't get enough of Allworth's Money Matters? Visit allworthfinancial.com slash radio to listen to the Money Matters podcast. Welcome back to Allworth's Money Matters. Scott Hansen, Pat McLean, thanks for staying with us. We at least, yes, if you're listening, then you're probably staying with us. And um, that's our hope. Hey, if you haven't been on our website uh, recently, we've got a, at allworthfinancial.com, we've created this personalized learning platform. It's basically, it's a, an online interactive course. It's just designed to help you make better decisions about your retirement. So allworthfinancial.com, it's free resources. Go on and- When we say interactive, it doesn't mean, it, it actually asks you questions and then gives you suggestions of what you should read or videos you should watch that are designed to actually address the, inter- the, the, the topics you're well, interested yes, in. Yes, and just like this program- you know, a lot of people will call with a, a particular question. We ask questions back, and it, it, it pulls up another issue entirely, maybe the bigger issue. Uh, and, and this this is going to do maybe not quite as good as a— Well, maybe better than us. Well, maybe. That's, <laughs> no. It's a low bar. <laughs> um, but it, it's worth spending some time on our personal learning platform. And it's it's we've had great reviews. Um, we beta-tested it for quite some time, and we've actually brought it to the website— and uh, the reviews have been good. So allworthfinancial.com, the personalized learning platform. And we developed it in-house with the uh, help of our uh, our team here. Yeah. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's take some calls again. If you want to join our program, 833-99-WORTH is the number. Again, numerically. And it's, it could be anything financially related. So it, it, maybe it's your retirement planning issues you're dealing with, investments, real estate, your th- thinking about making a move somewhere. Uh, Wills or Trust. 833-999-6784. And you know, taxes, I mentioned 401ks, IRAs. I, so I've lived in Northern Cal. I've grew up in California, been in California my whole life. I, we live in Northern California. I've lived here 30 years. I know quite a few people leaving the state, pers- like my, my peers now. Yes. It's, I mean, we've had a lot of clients over the years. I now have... Uh, one, a guy I, I ride bikes with moving to Idaho. I have a, a friend and uh, does some law uh, legal work for me. Moved to Idaho. Idaho's on fire right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, as far well, not as literally on yeah, fire, but people moving there. Yeah, and I saw actually in the in the there was an article in the Wall Street Journal a week or two ago that talked about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, being like uh, the hottest market in the U.S. The prices are up like fifty percent. I had a client who lived there. He said the winters were so nasty. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how many people like leave California thinking, oh, it's going to be so much better there. And uh, then they have to live through one winter. And this guy, I think he lasted two, maybe a year and a half. And, and then it was, yeah, I moved to San Diego. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> Carlsbad okay. near the beach. Nice. <laughs> a little bit different. 72 degrees every day or whatever. But, um, uh, but it's just an interesting time when you look at the kind of migration that's going on. But And be careful. I look. I was talking to someone this last week. They're they're moving, but they're ending up buying a bigger house because it's less expensive. And at the end, but at when it's all said and done, they're not going to be any better off financially. 
Oh, just because of the maintenance upkeep, and yeah, taxes, they don't, property taxes. They kind of, just, hey, look what we can do here. Look what we can do there. So anyway, it's, it's, they're, they're big decisions to make. Let's uh, let's head back to the calls. We're talking with Chris. Chris, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Listen, I love your show. I learn a lot, and I'm making a really major decision with my life and my family. And I thought, man, let me bounce it off of you guys and see what you All think. All right. Nope, no All pressure right. there. <laughs> no, no pressure there. I wish I would have slept yeah, more. It reminds, it reminds me, years ago, a couple came in, that, and I said, how long have you been married? And they said, oh, we're not married. We've just been living together for 23 years. And I was just totally kidding. I turned to the husband. And I said, when are you going to make her an honest woman? And they came back in two weeks later with their wedding rings on. We took your advice, Scott. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know. I was just kidding. Like, I don't know you guys. I'm not going to give that kind of advice. Wow. So, but uh, yeah, that's good. yeah, my wife wanted to be in the conference call. I said, no way, honey. You know, you're not going to be on the conference yeah, call. Yeah, don't I'll involve her in any life decisions, <laughs> uh, Chris. No, right. I know, I know, I know. I know. She's in Miami where we live. I'm up in Cincinnati doing work. Got it. What could we do uh, for you? So, well, this is what we want to do. All right. I, I, I want to buy a home and I don't need to buy a home, but the pandemic has showed me the downfall of living in a condominium in Miami. And, uh, and so I was thinking, I think I have the money and the cash flow, but I wanted to bounce it off of you guys and see if I'm thinking right or I'm too emotional in my decision. All right. So basically, okay, uh, I was going to take the money from a job that I'm going to get later on in California, uh, uh, some work I'm going to do with, uh, with my work with the fire department, and then going to pay the monthly, uh, the PITI and the expenses from my, my retirement account. I'm retired. I'm a retired firefighter for the last 10 years, but I have a small business training. Okay. Uh, emergency responders and first responders. Uh-huh. So, so uh, go ahead. How much is your pension? Yes. How much is your pension? No, I, t- I took the payout. Oh, the lump sum. How much is the lump sum? Yeah. That was 10 years uh, ago. The lump sum when I took, when I, yeah, when I took it uh, 15 years ago was like uh, 1.2 million. What is it now? Well, with, with the SEP account from a little business and, uh, and the IRAs and, uh, 457 they all total up to about uh about 5.2 million okay and how old are you uh, I'm, I'm older than the guy before us uh, i'm 64 years old and how much income are you taking off this 5.2 million dollars in order to support yourself none nothing because i have rental real estate that that almost equals the amount of my month. My monthly expenses Got are it. about. Okay. And how much you know, is they, a they how much of, is a is a well a, a single family residence cost you? It's the I'm looking at an area where you know Miami where, where I'm looking it's expensive. It's about a uh, million dollars. And would you sell your condo? Or would you convert it to a rental? No, I would keep the condo because that's where we want to retire. And I'm glad you said that because I, we're just going to keep the, the house. My plans are, you know, everything subject to change would be for 10 years and okay. then go back to a condo because it's an easier living when I'm, you know, in my 70s. Got it. I, listen, I really like you. Tell me the net. Uh, I assume you owe no one in the world money. Is that uh, correct? Yep. My rental real estates are paid off. And what's I the, have them, you know, in Florida and in Montana, and my and my apartments paid off. Yeah. And what's the value of all that? Uh, kind of net worth. If I add it all yeah. up, yeah, about uh, about eight point five, eight point six. All right, million. go ahead, buy buy away, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. You know yeah, what? Here's the problem. You know, here's here's what's hard, Chris. You have this much money because you've always lived below your means. Yes. Right. My guess is your condo yep. in Miami is not in the fanciest tower, nor at the top. No, no, no. It's right. it's it's on the water, but no, right. right. It's 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 a smaller, you right. know, fourteen hundred square foot with a. Okay. You know, it's not the penthouse. <laughs> right. But you could buy the penthouse if you wanted. But yeah, you don't. I mean, I drive my car, my car is ten years old. Yes. Right. Yep. That's why you have these dollars, right? So, the, so sometimes it's hard. Because a million bucks, like, that's a lot of money, right? It is a lot of money. Still a lot of money. And you think, 
you remember back in days how hard you worked and how much you made a year and even at the job you've got now, like how much you made, like that is a lot of money. But on the other part, it's like you now have $8 million net worth. It's not like you're talking about spending it on something frivolous. You're investing in a house. And my guess a million bucks for a house in Miami is probably not, it's it, not the Scarface mansion. And we're not actually no. talking about the full million dollars. We're talking about the delta between the value of the condominium Down. and the house itself. Because you're, you're going to turn that into an investment. You're going to turn that into an investment. How much is the condo worth? 700. See, you okay, got nothing. Three grand. This is getting easier and easier. This is getting easy. Yeah, and, then, and, and, and I was going to pay the down payment, which is 20%, the 200000 from selling selling one of my rental real Great. estate. Great. Perfect. Good. I like Beautiful. it. You do it. Enjoy do it. it. Enjoy it. Start taking money out of that IRA if you need to make the payments to spend it a little if you're not making enough. I'll give you my cell number. Yeah, if your I mean, wife you know, has any questions, my- she can call me. I'll tell her it's a go. Yeah, you can become the marriage counselor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah, that'll work I mean, out perfect. I <laughs> need yeah. marriage counselor. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of my buddies uh, in the service, you know, they've been, you know, they pass away, man. And I sit there and I said, man, I don't really want to die with all this money. Let's enjoy it. And, and I'm buying the house because we have grandkids now yep. and it's, it's difficult. Now's the time. You saved, you worked hard, you know, seriously. And you worked hard to save these dollars. Yeah, this you, was not. You've made lots of sacrifices over the years for these dollars. And you don't need. You to, are a firefighter. You don't have to justify or apologize to anyone nope. for your success. Just buy the house, enjoy it. Next ten years, hopefully, you get to spend the whole amount of time there. Hopefully, you get to go back to the condo and get to spend another ten or twenty years there. But you never know. But you never know, and you got plenty of money. You if know. you've achieved the objective, enjoy it. And I like the way you're doing it. Yep. And totally how you financing it. And so. then I can pay I can pay for the expenses of the house from taking out like two to three percent from my tax deferred that, account. That's, that's what, exactly what I just said. So start, that's what it's for. Start taking money you out of that. You for the future. The future is okay. here. Yeah, you're going to. Great have, idea. By, by the oh, way, I you should it. worry more than anything about required minimum distributions on that IRA. At age well, I wouldn't say worry more than anything. Well, more than anything. I would be, I'd be highly concerned. Um, about my required minimum distributions on that IRA at 72. So I might want to address that earlier rather than later. But he is in Florida as yep. primary residence. There's still federal taxes. They're not its own nation. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate right, the right. call. So then instead of instead of converting to a Roth, just use it to buy to enjoy the home with my family. Yes, 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 yes. And maybe okay. even a little bit more. And yep, maybe even yep. a little more. All right, listen. I love you guys. You well, told me right. exactly well, what I want to hear. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't sound I'm like you're from Miami right originally, now. by the way. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't always born. No, man, I'm an immigrant. I came here from Cuba. Did my you really? Oh, was my. In the Bay what a, yeah. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. God bless my father you. Was in the Bay of, my you're father kidding. was in the Bay of Pigs. How old were you when oh, you came man. to the United States? Under two years old. Because my father fought in World War II, and then after the Bay of Pigs, uh, the government let us in because we fought for the. He fought, you know, with the Merchant Marine, the United States. But yeah, we flew, we, we flew, uh, fled communism, man. Wow, yeah, yeah. 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 It, 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 it probably you probably have a different perspective um, than than others with be, knowing the trajectory your life could have easily taken. Yeah, as opposed to I was yeah. born in the United States, and I feel extremely blessed. I love this country. I'm so yeah. grateful I could have been born in Cuba. And you may have a scarcity gene that causes you to uh, to save like you do. And you're, you, what we're trying to do is say it's okay to actually start enjoying it now, spending a little bit more. Yeah. And he's only talking about $300,000. Yeah. The difference I, is $300,000. I know, it was a little. Yeah. It was a little. Yeah. All right, yeah, Chris, I, listen, I, I, believe, I, I believe gratitude for this country. Yeah. Well, we, me too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thanks a lot. All right. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thank Appreciate it. Next, let's go to Billy. Billy, you're with Allworth's Money Matters. Yeah, hi, Scott. How are you doing? Wonderful. How are you doing, Billy? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I got kind of a sort of basic question. Are you, a, are you on a speakerphone? Yeah, let me take you off. Yeah, please, thanks. All right, is that better? Yeah, Much. you sounded a little bit like the Wizard of Oz there for a minute. Who's behind uh, the I'll take it as a compliment. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a green investor. I'm 24 years old, and I'm sort of at a crossroads right now. Um, I'm trying to 
basically the percentage allocation between Roth and traditional 401ks. My employer luckily offers both. And right now I'm in the 22% marginal tax bracket. But if I contribute about 10% to my 401, traditional 401k in addition to my HSA, uh, in addition to the standard deduction, that'll throw me down into the 12% uh, effective tax rate. And then I just sort of elect the rest to go into my Roth 401k in combination with my Roth IRA I max out every year. And I'm wondering if that's too much Roth. Would you like to sit in this chair, Billy? <laughs> I know you're 24. Get me the microphone because it sounds perfect. Did you go to college? I, I did. Yeah. What'd you study? Uh, pre med. Oh, pre med. And uh, so this is a great. And the reason we asked that question is, what are the expectations for your income going forward versus today? So that's another thing. So I, I don't. I mean, what's it called? So. I expect my income to continue to grow. I don't see myself capping. I don't see myself capping out. I think I can reach maybe three, four hundred k. Hope I'm, I'm hopeful, but I do expect it to increase significantly in the next, you know, ten, twenty years. And I'm wondering because I know once my income grows, I'll switch over to traditional because I won't get that much of a benefit with a Roth, especially with tax cuts and jobs. Uh, I did the and Roth. Our tax rate is so low right now, historically, and then it's going to go up. Wait, what state do you so live in? Sort of uh, in Arizona. I, do I think Roth. I just do all the whole Roth. I do it all Roth. I you bet. know why? Because you, you're betting on yourself by not doing like, the Roth. Not only that, you, you're betting that, that's right. <laughs> um, they talk about the tax savings, but it's not like I've seen anyone that says that I say, Oh, what's this other account earmarked here? Oh, that's all the tax savings I've got from those pre-tax contributions in my 401k. I put those over in the site account here and invested those in a tax efficient manner. I've never seen that. People put in their 401k, they maximize out, they take out, they do the deduction and then they tend to spend everything else. Most Americans. It's a good point. My strategy is also, and I'm also contributing to, because I sort of, I want as much tax uh, diversification as possible, and I don't want all of my investments in retirement accounts, especially since my income is not that great right now. Um, I'm sort of split between an HSE, a Roth IRA, a 401k, and a brokerage account. And I sort of look at the brokerage account as another retirement vehicle, but something I can also pull out whenever I want to. Correct. And so is the Roth, Uh, though. You can take all okay. your contri- you can take pull your contributions out of your Roth anytime. But that's a fi- uh, five years from the first contribution. Okay, right? whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah, first and, um, I mean that's sort of like my second question as well. But so you would suggest all into Roth? Yes. At basically twenty. Okay. And the yeah. reason the reason is look you you're looking at twenty two percent marginal tax rate for part of it. You're like you know I could get this thing down to twelve. But when you look at someone like yourself, you're twenty four years of age. What how much money do you make now? Uh, about sixty-five. And you just said that you, you expect that you'll be making over four to five hundred thousand dollars a year, correct? Uh, not. Yeah, I mean, hopefully in the future, but not right now. Yeah. yeah okay, but, but by that but time, by that you, time, you, it's really you, you wish you were in a twenty-two percent tax bracket. So, so the point being is that you, you actually paying at twenty-two percent, you're going to have plenty of time to diversify. You're going to be your, in a higher bracket than that in retirement. That's right. And so, what we're trying to do is think out. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And what does Billy look like in 30 years? You're going to have plenty of time in your future based upon current tax law to put money into a qualified tax deductible plan where you're not going to have that much opportunity to do a Roth in the future. And due to the fact- relative to your income. Yeah, relative to your income. You're 24 years of age. You're smart as heck. Yeah, use the Roth. Yeah, use the Roth for all of it. Okay. You'll be, in, you'll be in a, based on what you're telling us, you will be in a higher tax bracket than 22% at retirement. Yes. Would, would your okay. pre-med is, is you know, that's assuming tax rates don't increase, but they will. Yeah. Especially all the stimulus spending and I'm not banking on uh, social security at all. So. I wouldn't smart. either. You're smart. You're smart. And you um, know, even now in Arizona, you're in a low marginal rate relative to many of the other states, that's right. but you would expect that is even going to increase in the coming years. Yeah. So that's and what it, it's interesting to see. Arizona, they just voted in a higher tax on the wealthy. It'll be interesting to see what that does over the next decade to people that, people that have been living there seven months a yeah. year. So the, the reason you're doing the Roth, you're betting on yourself that your income is going to go up in the future and that you're going to get the diversification through the uh, deductible plans. Yep. Right? Yep. 
Okay. okay. Good luck, Billy. Hey, hey, Billy, do me a favor. Well. Bill, do, do me a favor. Can you, uh, you, do you listen to us via podcast, I assume? Yeah, on Spotify. Okay. Yeah. Can send it to some of your friends because I'd love more 24 year old listeners that sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have, I appreciate that. I have one more question. So, sure, fire away. Um, so the standard is, you know, six months emergency fund and whatnot. I'm in a pretty stable job. I, I don't suspect myself losing my job anytime soon. And if I do, I'd like to say I'm pretty resourceful. I can pick up another job, no problem. Um, I'm wondering, do I actually need six months of liquid no. cash? No, you can get it from you can grab it from other sources. Yeah, you can get it out of your 401k. You can take a loan against it. Your 401k. Yeah, because I also have my brokerage. And they, by the way, the advice that was given to you would not be the same that we would give to the average person. Based on Absolutely. what you've told us already. Yeah, you, you don't even have to sell your stuff in your, your brokerage account, your holdings. You could take a margin against it if you didn't want to liquidate. And then exactly. you could decide okay. to liquidate at some point in time if you weren't able to cover the margin. So you have six months in cash. You just don't have it in the conventional sense. Yeah, I mean, I just look at my cash sitting. I'm like, interest rates are all the time lower right yep. now. And yeah, yep. I mean, yep. We have rising yields right now, and I'm, I'm, I want a correction to happen so I can buy more. Um, but I, I don't know right now. So you, now, you, you should hope that- for a really long bear market, like a 20 year grind one down. Scott, don't even talk like that. As then as your career oh, grows, oh, you're making a bunch of money. You can start investing and buying stuff when it's cheap. So, no, so you have, you have six months. If you poked around, I could find you six months of, of income in less than five minutes. If I poked around your portfolio, your 401k, you get your Roth contributions. You can do a margin account. You can liquidate. You got all of that. So appreciate the call. Yeah. Good luck to you, Billy. There's a young man and all that stuff. And we're talking with Nayeli. Nayeli, you're with All Worth Money Matters. I recently, um, well, I want some help kind of allocating my 401k. Um, I am 26 years old, about to turn 27 next week. And I recently made a jump in salary. So I recently um, doubled my salary. Uh, So I kind of wanted to know, yeah, I kind of want to know, you know, where should I kind of go from here? Um, I do have the choice to basically choose the, the, the investments where I want my 401k to be contributed into. So I was wondering, you know, how aggressive should I be with this and, and kind of more along those lines. And uh, what is your salary now at this uh, increased level? Yeah, it's about $120,000. And you're 26? Good for you. Yeah. And where do you live? Uh, Salinas, California. California. Do you work in the Silicon Valley? Um, it's, so that's where my job is located. So I will be going back there at some point when COVID is over. But for now, I live in a very small town, um, about an hour and a half south. Yeah, it's a Stein, Steinbeck com- country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where all the lettuce is grown, is it not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. Uh, what's your question for us? She wants to know how to allocate the 401k. You want to allocate it as aggressively as you possibly can. 100% stocks. And you want uh, you want the highest contribution you could put into it as well. And then after you do that, you want to put uh, money into a – would she still qualify for a Roth IRA? Yeah. Oh, uh, back – no. Uh, you would do a backdoor Roth, which is you'd make a non-deductible IRA contribution and then convert it to a Roth IRA on an annual Google basis. that. Backdoor Roth IRA. So Google that. We assume that you know how the Google machine works. <laughs> I do. I do. I, so I also do have the – I also have the option um, to do a split through my through my company. So with a 401k and a Roth. Um, mm. So I, I'm, you know, I was also wondering about that. And you're living in a, you don't, you do not own a home. Is that correct? I do not. Do you have any money saved up? Out? See, yeah, you just had a huge lifestyle. I mean, your, your pay is, puts you in a completely different trajectory than you were yeah, a couple months, months ago. Yeah, yeah. How much money yep. do you have saved outside? About eleven thousand. I'd go fifty fifty. Uh pre oh, okay. fifty after, hundred percent stock, as aggressive as you can, seventy percent US, thirty percent international. Uh you can you you can the four oh one K plan you have has some modeling software, I assume, that you can it use uh, mm-hmm. in order to get there, but you want to go hundred percent stock and then you wanna make a uh, you wanna do it for this year. Um, you want to make a non-deductible 
Um, but if she maxes out her 401k, at, it's about 20 grand a year. How much is a 401k you put in? 19 grand or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, 19,500. Yeah, so she's putting that much. Like, how much do you, I mean, that's probably enough saving for retirement. I would put the rest, save some, try to increase your cash savings. And forget about the Roth and IRA for She's going to do half Roth in her 401k. Oh, got it. And then start saving some money on the side. Yeah. Yeah. She's 26. Okay. Yeah. My daughter, <laughs> her financial goals. <laughs> not, not in 401k. <laughs> not, not Toyota but, but isn't it a strange world? Uh, so I have uh, some <laughs> nephews and nieces that work in uh-huh. uh, tech in the San Francisco Bay Area in Seattle. And just a strange world in the last 12 months where they just all kind of up and scattered away into these small towns because they can. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening right now. It's just a strange, you know... One was telling me how they were uh, they were renting a house, a five bedroom house outside of San Diego, at like mm-hmm. eight thousand dollars a month, which was still five hundred dollars. Five of them, yeah, five of them with a big swimming pool and. <laughs> Can you imagine bit. them moving next door? Bunch of twenty five year old programmers and salespeople and 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 it was still less than living in the city or Silicon Valley. Um, just an amazing. Uh, thing that's yeah. taking place so anyway congratulations you should be proud of yourself thank you thank you i do have one last question um, sure. and in terms of the contributions for my 401k i i have a couple options here that i'm looking at um like one of them being vanguard total stock um vanguard 500 i'm looking at all these options um are there i guess any recommendations that you would have yeah, so the, you would use the Vanguard. If, if the easiest thing is put 70% into the Vanguard total market, and then you okay. have an international, and you could you do 80% Vanguard. Or uh, 70, 30, 75, it, 25. Somewhere in there, yeah. And then it, do the rest in international broad index. And, and expect it to fall the first year. Yeah. Okay. And don't worry about Perfect. it. Perfect. Alrighty. All right. Yeah, don't worry yeah, about it. You You're young. It should be 100% stock. My 401k, I'm 54 years old, has been 100% stock since I started it back in my mid-20s. Mine as well. Okay. I feel a lot better then. All right. Good. Appreciate the call. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, don't don't time the market. That never works. Oh, it might work right, once. We'll That'd be even worse. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we'll do. Thank you. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have in this program. Uh Great having you with us, and we'll see you again next week. This has been Allworth's Money Matters. This program has been brought to you by Allworth Financial, a registered investment advisory firm. Any ideas presented during this program are not intended to provide specific financial advice. You should consult your own financial advisor, tax consultant, or estate planning attorney to conduct your own due diligence.